doing, Zach Cassidy? Adam Henry, Bobby Jones. Jeff Jarrett. Joe Siddle. TJ Laramie. And Holy Mackinac, you're listening to Wind City Sports. Yo, what up, everybody? My name is Drake Moore, and thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast. Windsor's only local sports radio show and podcast, live on CJAM 99.1 FM in Windsor and Detroit at 12.30 every Thursday, and replays on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. But you can catch every single episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast, wherever you're listening to it right now, of course, but directly on windcitysports.com or anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We also have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that social media across the board at WinCity underscore sports. Or you can just search up the WinCity Sports Podcast. We'll tell you how to access our social media and the podcast again at the end of the show, as we normally do. But today is Thursday, October 17th, 2019, and it's episode 167 of WinCity Sports. Most recently, we had a special bonus edition of the Win City Sports Podcast with Jake the Snake Roberts, former WWE superstar and WWF, WWE Hall of Famer legend. He was at Marble Bar in Detroit on Tuesday for his uh, Dirty Details tour. So you can check out the podcast anytime um, with Jake the Snake Roberts, WWE legend. And last week, we also had Kevin Hamlin, the head coach of the Windsor Lancers men's hockey team. We're off to a great start. 2-1 and one currently, uh, at least as I speak. Uh, they had two games at home against McGill and uh, lost the first one, won the second one. We have more uh, news on them on the, on the radio show this afternoon and maybe a little bit uh, following our interviews for this week. We actually have two interviews. Uh, both of these guys are former University of Windsor football players, alumni. They went on to coaching both with the Lancers and outside of uh, the Lancers' realm um, in football in Windsor. Um, one has gone on to be a businessman, and the other has gone on to continue coaching in football after playing in the CFL. This week on Win City Sports, former Lancers football uh, quarterback and a wide receiver, Austin Kennedy and Jordan Briskason. So these guys are two legends at the, at the university for the football team. They were there. They brought them championship uh, runs in. Uh, I think 2010, 11, 12, they played around that time. Um, both the same age, good friends, and um, both killing it. So Austin Kennedy was a quarterback for the team. We talk all about his background and upbringing. And then what he's doing now, he's one of the part owners of ETS, Elite, Elite Training Systems in Windsor, uh, owned by Luke Wilson, um, uh, Austin Kennedy, and uh, ran by Joey Garland, a guy who's been on the show here twice, the former Windsor Spitfires uh, athletic therapist. And then after our interview with Austin, we're going to hear Jordan Briskason, wide receiver from Windsor, from Tecumseh, actually. He talks about growing up here, uh, playing football, and then going on to the Lancer squad, and then taking on uh, the CFL for a little bit. Uh, it actually cuts out a little bit, and uh, I apologize for that, and to Jordan as well. But I'll get you caught up um, with Jordan. we got two quick interviews coming for you. But first, I just want to tell you about our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week via GoLancers.ca. This week from the women's uh, golf team, it's Alessa Getty, and from the men's baseball team, Jacob Persa. In four games played, Persa was outstanding for the blue and gold. With a .375 batting average, at 16 at-bats, he had six hits, one double, one triple, a team-high seven RBIs, and two stolen bases en route to being named an OUA second-team All-Star and the OUA Rookie of the Year. Meanwhile, Alessa had a tremendous showing at the OUA Golf Championships last week. Her low score earned her top individual honors as she walked away with the women's individual gold medal. 
only the second in Lancer history. She also led the Blue and Gold to their first overall team title. So congratulations to both Alyssa and Jacob on becoming Windsor Lancer's Athletes of the Week, and not only that, for breaking records and representing the Blue and Gold. So now without further ado, we're going to get things started with our first interview. Here's Austin Kennedy. All right, so I'm here with a former University of Windsor Lancers football quarterback, a former coach as well with the Lancers and Essex Ravens. He's now part owner and operator here at Elite Training Systems, ETS Windsor. Austin Kennedy, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, obviously you've built a background in sports and as an entrepreneur and as an athlete. Yeah. Were you always like a sports kid growing up playing everything you could or were you obviously you're a football player? So Yeah, no, I played, uh, like you said, every single sport I could growing up. High school, I played four sports a year, so uh, it's kind of like a match made in heaven to have a place like this. Absolutely, and if I'm not mistaken, you come from a very uh, athletic family with uh, Shannon yeah. Kennedy, your cousin, and now Thomas Kennedy at the U playing basketball, right? Yeah, so my, my both cousins played uh, basketball at the collegiate level, and now Thomas, is he's the youngest in the family, he's the baby, so yeah, I, I still tell him I can take him one-on-one, but <laughs> he's getting pretty damn tall, so it's getting and just, tougher. And just one-on-one? Or? Yeah, once you get team <laughs> games and I got to shoot, I got no chance. Uh, no, not a team player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I never put that together, right? With a Nate last name like that, I just thought it was just a common yeah. thing and didn't realize how much uh, involved your family was in, in many sports throughout yeah. the city. So it's kind of cool to see yeah, that. My, my uncle Thomas is Shannon's dad. He played yeah. um, uh, rugby and basketball at the university. He played for, for Team Ontario as well. So uh, it's going on for a while in the city. It's pretty cool. I like to highlight those things like yourself. and. Uh, you're known athletically for your football background, yeah. at least. At least, so I didn't get the height genes, but those guys got. It. That's <laughs> yeah. why I didn't have a choice. That's why you just throw. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, how did you get that spot on the on the Lancers all those years back? Did you try out, or were you recruited? Or yeah, so I I played football since I was in uh, fifth grade. So I played for a long time. Played for the Ravens, obviously. Um, I was recruited to play a lot of positions from other schools. Windsor was really the the one school that wanted me to play quarterback and kind of believed in me there. Um, and uh, you know, after some reflection after a year out of high school, I thought that was the best place for me, and that's the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they had a very different system at the time, too, and we're yes. like a winning uh, traditional team, right? So it was yeah. probably a good spot to stay home and join sure. a good team, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, myself and a lot of guys that I uh, started with at the university, we had that goal to kind of build a winning tradition, get to the playoffs, and we had a pretty successful run, so it you know paid off in the end from that perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, we'll get into that a little bit more with the guys sure. you played with. But yeah. I understand you had a great run there. I yeah. mean, I was a little bit younger at the time. But. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I mean, I we, gone, we made playoffs for uh, for four years straight in uh, my last four years of school, and that's an accomplishment we're all pretty proud of. Awesome. At the end of the day, so, I mean, coming into this, I had known the team to be an established winning team with like your kind of group, right? Yeah. And I kind of watched them uh, yeah, transition into yeah. where they are now. Um, but what were you studying when you were? Uh, when I you were studied business. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that kind of makes sense here now. We're yeah, here absolutely. Yeah. Right? yeah. So um, before we get into all that, you started coaching with the Ravens, correctly? Yeah. Um, so I started here. 2011 coaching the Ravens. I started with the junior team, uh, offensive coordinator. I've coached the seniors, and then I, I finished as the head coach of the juniors for the last uh, two years. I think that was 15 and 16. Yeah. Was that your first kind of coaching gig at all, or did you kind of help yeah, out here? Yeah. I was basically my first year of school at the U, so it was uh, it was a quick transition. I, I jumped in as soon as I can. And, uh, you know, a 
bunch of guys I played with with Coach Windsor Meyer football for a couple of years as well. We had a great time doing that. So we all really enjoy that side of the game. And I'd be doing it today if I just had time to do it. So I'm sure in the future we'll be back into it. Okay, cool. We'll get into that a little bit too. Because yeah. I mean, between coaching and with the Lancers and then all of a sudden this pops up, yeah. right? So everything started to happen fast. Yeah, but about two years ago, yourself, Evan Pashkotic, actually had him on the show a yep. couple of years yep. ago. And Jordan Briskakin. Briskakin. All three, or not three, but the other two names, I always like have to take a moment before I uh, yes, send them to be sure. But all three of you guys uh, were joined the team at the same time as coaching staff. You all played together. It had to have been pretty special for you guys. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I was really lucky. My whole career, I had very talented receivers to throw the ball to. And Evan and Jordan kind of highlight that group. Uh, Corey Fernandez and Dylan Whitfield as well. Um, it made my job a lot easier when you've got, you know, surrounded by all Canadians and guys that you catch yeah, a ball and they're sure friends. Enough. Yeah, especially people that you know, you're established yeah. with, you know how they play, do you know their mentality and stuff yeah, like mean, that. Yeah, I mean, three of my receivers stood in my wedding uh, a couple years ago, right? So we were, we were very close for sure. That's cool when you kind of click with a group like that and yeah. things outside of whatever the sport might be, right? Yeah. It's a big uh, team aspect of just having fun and kind of getting to know each other, right? Yeah, I mean, football especially, and even at that position, quarterback and receiver, especially the style of offense you ran, there's a lot of trust involved and me throwing balls to, to places where I knew they would be and then knowing that I would, you know, put them in the right place and get them the ball when they deserved it. Yeah, that's the best, just trusting and you know where everybody is yeah. at the same time. You don't have to call up or look yeah, or anything. Sure. You just don't look yeah. past it. Yeah, we always say turn the lights off, we'll still be able to complete passes. That's awesome. That's the best bit. Yeah. Um, but that only lasted a year, I believe, right? So, so we had Jordan uh, in 2011, 10-11, and 12, so three years with him. And the remainder of the career, uh, Evan uh, and Dylan, both receivers for myself. So we had a, a pretty long career with them. Uh, the first real foray we had was 2011. That was our most successful year. We went 5-3 in the playoff game. Statistically, as well as you know, on, on the win column, that was that was definitely the best year for the team that I was part of. And the same thing in the coaching role too. It only lasted so long, right? Like, like maybe yeah. you guys kind of just went your own way. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, way. Jordan's been coaching for a while at the university, and Evan and myself helped out uh, for a year each a couple of years ago. And again, it's just you know, with, with this place opening up and some other equipment in my life, I just didn't have time to do it anymore. But again, I'm sure we'll be back to it. Yeah, that's what I kind of suspected. I didn't think obviously it was like. Screw this! I don't want to do yeah, it anymore. No, it's, just, no, it's a time commitment. Yeah, right? exactly. we don't want to do it half-ass. You don't want to want to go all in and really give, give some time to it. So if I can't do that, I'm not going to, you know, sell the, the team short. Or yeah, just like, like, like you did when you were a player, exactly. right? Like you're going to commit yeah. fully or or not at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's the thing. Like looking at the timeline, that's like I think it was 2017 that you guys yes. coached there. Yep. Fast forward just two years. Now you got yeah. this place open. At that time. Did you ever envision anything like this, or were you kind of working towards that? How did no, it all I mean, kind of start? Yeah, ETS came uh, pretty quickly. So uh, yeah, obviously everyone knows Luke and Luke's involvement here, and this is a project that he was working on uh, for a little bit of time with uh, the original ETS owner. It was Mark Fitzgerald up in yeah, Whitby. Right. And uh, when they kind of made the decision they wanted to open up a, a location down here, they, they got in touch with me and see if I was interested to help. Uh, you know, I don't have as much expertise on the training side. I've trained for a long time, but by no means am I going to... Uh, make programs or train teams or anything like that but you know i was able to give some of my business expertise and experience in the entrepreneurial world that's where we are today that makes sense how did that connect how where's the connection there did you yeah luke and i have known each other for a while just through football so they reached out to him and he reached out to yeah, you kind of thing? yeah essentially we thought uh we could kind of do this as a team and there's some other projects him and i kind of worked on and we 
timing just was perfect for us to take this on again. And you built a great team here with Joey as well. Yeah, I mean, we're, perfect, right? we're lucky, Joe especially. I mean, he's keeping this place in shape and uh, everybody loves him. He's, he's really the heart and soul of this place at the end of the day with yeah. his program and his leadership. Yeah, well, like you said, you're not the trainer guy. No, That's God, him, I'm right? not as smart as that guy. <laughs> not even close. Yeah, I know. He's the whiz yeah. when it comes to sports For sure. Yeah, like everybody that, loves right? him and I mean, you get great results. I mean, I see results myself just working out here. So. Yeah, so you're more behind the scenes. Absolutely. Uh, I don't do anything that you see at the end of the day, which is a good thing. We got to keep it that way. <laughs> so it's like a normal day for you here. So yeah, I, I got a full-time job as well. This okay. is, uh, you know, this is kind of a side gig at the end of the day. Um, I'm, I'm very uninvolved on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of being in here, and I think that's the way it should be. At the end of the day. Like okay. I said, that's not my role to help uh, train teams and things, but uh, there's a lot that goes on in the back end, just in the accounting, marketing, and so on and so forth. That's where I'm, I'm uh, handling more of the business side of helping. Probably some big expectations too. It's an established group. ETS. Yeah. It's not like you started this from the beginning. It's kind of a branch off of uh, yeah, Australia's sure. place, right? You know, we started with a, a pretty good mold, and uh, we've got to adjust that mold to fit the Windsor market, without a doubt. There's some uh, obviously some unique attributes, especially compared to a, a place like Toronto, where the other location is. So we've done a lot to kind of foster that and uh, make yeah. things our own. You know, we're still learning every day at the end of the, at the, end of the day. And, Things have gone well so far. Summer was fantastic for us. We had a, a lot of great presence in the hockey world. We're just keeping hope so it's going. Yeah, I know. Obviously, Zach Cassian's been training here. Yeah. He just opened up last night, scored a goal in his yeah, first I know. game. Oh, so he's an opener. We yeah. love it. Yeah, I think a goal and assist actually. Oh, wow. great. That's a career high probably yeah. for one game for him. But, <laughs> but uh, really, like you know, just goes to show a guy like that's training here and then first game in the NHL he's improved his game over the summer right like yeah, he's not absolutely. known to be that kind of a player so. yeah and I mean that guy works harder than anybody quite frankly so you know we don't like to take credit for anybody's accomplishments by any means but we're just hopefully here to, to give them the tools to be successful yeah. in their seasons it's very unique there's no other place like it yeah I agree right yeah and uh, I know you're not the the technical sports science guy but yeah. uh, a lot of unique equipment and technology here so is there a lot of stuff you're kind of proud to say is well I mean I, you know, I, I worked out four days a week yeah. uh, for five years of university and I started working on probably ninth or tenth grade uh, in high school as well and there's we were first buying equipment and going to the sheets and I was working on our, our purchase orders and things. There was a list of equipment I'd never even heard of before, quite frankly. A lot of it was stuff that Luca came across in his training. He's obviously training at the highest level yeah, national, yeah, right? Yeah. And so he was saying, you know, we need this machine, we need that machine. Uh, there are some machines we have in this building that other places in the city don't even have one of, quite frankly. Yeah. So, you know, if you're looking for a, a really high-tech, high-performance environment to get better, there's, there's no other place for it in southwestern Ontario. Fantastic, man. It's great to have it right here in the city. I totally right? agree. Um, and like you said, you kind of specialize in like team training and stuff yes, like that, right? So you absolutely. get a lot of... Uh, probably a lot of hockey teams, like you yeah. mentioned, school teams. Yeah, we've what got. Kind of yeah, we've got both uh, basketball teams at the university right now. We've got a few hockey teams, some soccer teams as well. The other great part about this place, we're not really, you know, structured to only fill the gap for one sport. You know, we're not just hockey. We have a no, very strong hockey presence, but we've got hockey players and football players, soccer players, guys, girls, uh, kids, and adults, so on and so forth. So uh, we think team training is our sweet spot. We've got the space. We have the equipment to be able to support larger teams. And, think we can also produce the, the best of results. You know, if the team is training with us for one, two, three years, we're going to see those results start to count, compound, not only from a strength and conditioning perspective, but also just the team. We're spending yeah. time together. We're getting better working hard together as well. Absolutely. I'd say it's a win-win, right? From yep. a business standpoint, obviously. For that's sure. What it's rewarding, too, to see yeah. that, right? To see these teams get better and improve and everyone gets 
stronger and, and they, they feel those results when they compete and they come back to us and say, you know, I, I can jump way higher than I could before. And sometimes it might be a placebo, but nonetheless, giving them that, that mental boost on top of the actual physical improvement's huge. Absolutely, man. And you guys offer just normal memberships too, right? So Absolutely. for a gym membership. Yeah, no, I mean, we're a, a, a serve all for all types of customers. Doesn't matter if you're an athlete, a former athlete, a young, old, in between. Um, we've got room for everyone. Uh, we have a few adult members right now, and I think uh, a lot of people kind of assume us to be only a high-performance institute. That's not by any yeah. means what we're about. You know, if, if you have the mentality to, to come to a place like this and to, to get better and to stick with it and be committed, then we're, we're willing to give results to anybody. Everybody's at a different level. There's a different mentality, yeah. what they might want to use this equipment for, sure. right? So you guys being the only place to offer it is very vital to you, again, in a business yeah. standpoint, yeah. right? I think there's a lot of people that, you know, maybe they, they think they can't work out like they used to. They don't have the confidence. Maybe they've got some injuries going on where they can't train like they, they used to do. Or maybe you just train at all. And I think we've got the equipment. We've got experienced trainers, Joe especially, that can custom tailor programs to meet those people's needs where, you know, they're going to be healthy. They're going to recover. And a big part of what we do is for those people that have had injuries, and professionals are a great example, you need to do things after rehab, after they're back to playing, to make sure those injuries don't occur again and strengthen the muscles. Uh, I had a torn ACL myself and all about that stuff that yeah. you can't just say okay it's recovered it's been eight to twelve months we're good to go you got to continue working on it so, yeah there's always a lot to actually learn like the background and stuff right do you guys offer anything like that Any, like education yeah, no we've got we have relationships with uh with some physio people across uh, the city and chiropractors and so on and so forth so we're trying to really foster an environment of collaboration between you know all aspects of athletic training because it's not just what do you do in the gym it's not just what you do in the field it's what do you eat and we've got a great relationship for some supplements and uh, protein and all that kind of stuff as well uh, you know like I said, what do you eat how are you recovering um, where are you going for therapy do you have to go see a doctor chiropractor so on and so forth so we want to have that you know all-inclusive kind of experience for athletes that's brilliant actually that's yeah, very smart absolutely. I did notice that on the social media you guys were obviously working with the Spitfires with Joey's yeah. connection but yeah. a lot of connections with different organizations, communities within the city, right? For sure, yeah. yeah. The Spits are, are uh, a lead for sure. The Spits are yeah, probably yeah. the most successful sports organization in the city, right? Yeah. So that's a relationship that uh, I think we've got pretty strong. We're proud to have. And, you know, it, it, it's exciting to us. Like you mentioned, Zach, seeing Zach score and getting assists that first game. Yeah. Like, so we're not trying to take credit for it by any means, but knowing that that guy's no. kind of getting results from our gym, and, yeah. you know, it gives you a little pat on the back at the end of the day. We're Absolutely. Doing something it's cool to be like that guy represents our gym in a sure. way or vice yeah, versa. Right. Yeah, it's the guy that wears our T-shirt. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. He written. He posts stuff here on the on yeah. the summer. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like I just happened to yeah. see that clip uh, today. I was like, no, and I happened to be coming here. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Like, no way. What are the What are the chances? Yeah, you know, he loves it here. We love having him for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, the best of both worlds here. So in a professional aspect or just a recreational or yeah. any kind of fitness aspect, they got it all. So if somebody hears this and is curious, rather they be from a team, a coach, or just someone that's looking for a new place to train, uh, what would you tell them? Where can they find you? All that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, so you can email uh, either myself or Joey. I'm AK at ETSWinter.com and Joey is Garland at ETSWinter.com. What we always say, come in the doors. Yeah. You know, we're open essentially all day long. And uh, what we found is that when people walk in the doors and see the facility, maybe get a tour, maybe even do a workout, there's no going back, right? They can't say no after that. So, uh, 
we always have a policy at the first workout, whether that's an individual, a team, uh, in, in many cases, we're leaving a week's worth is absolutely free because yep. we're so confident in this product that you're going to try it once, you're going to love it, as is every other player on your team, and you're going to want to sign up and stay here long term. That's fantastic. That's what it takes, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for taking yeah. the time to do this, bro. No problems. It's great. Thank you. That interview is brought to you by SeatGiant.ca. SeatGiant.ca has tickets for every event, game, concert, theater, showing, whatever it may be in Windsor and Detroit and beyond. Best part about it is it's in all Canadian dollars. And they have both Windsor Spitfires and Windsor Express, which will be coming up soon. Windsor Express and Windsor Spitfires tickets on their site for resale. Uh, again, if you're looking to sell t- uh, tickets, this is a great place to do it. Uh, no admin charges, all in American dollars, so you know exactly what you're paying for. And better yet, you can get 5% off right now with your code WINCITY, W-N-I-C-I-T-Y. That's code WINCITY for 5% off your tickets at SeatGiant.ca. Everybody, it was awesome to talk with Austin Kennedy at ETS. Uh, excuse the background noise there, but I'm, I think we pulled it off. It's pretty great. And it was great to talk to him. Um, a great facility. I got to, that was the second time being there. Uh, not to work out or anything, but just a high-performance, high uh, high-level performance gym. Uh, they had Zach Cassian training there over the summer, as uh, you heard us talk about at the time. It was just, uh, I think it was just after the second game, and he's been on a roll with the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, obviously, that doesn't um, credit doesn't go to Austin and ETS, but he was improving and, and getting in better shape and more athletic over the summer at their gym, so it's pretty cool to say that they have pro athletes in there, and it's paying off. Um, but now we're going to jump over to our second interview. It's a little bit different and at the same time a little similar, more on the football realm, uh, as we talked about with Austin and relates to that and kind of crosses over. Um, the recording did kind of screw up when he starts to talk about his CFL days, but we'll get to that after the interview. Here's Jordan Briskason. Right now on the phone, our next guest is a local Tecumseh native, Windsor Lancers football alumni, and the current wide receiver coach for the team he used to play for. And shit, I was supposed to ask you, <laughs> Jordan Briskason, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. That was the one thing I forgot to uh, mention. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the first uh, question I just wanted to get started with is a little bit of background yourself. Were you always a football guy? Did you play every sport growing up? Were you always like an athletic kid? Um, yeah, so I actually grew up um, like most kids in, in the area, just playing uh, playing travel hockey and stuff. Um, but I, the big thing was my sisters played basketball. So I was always around the gym, and once I got a little bit older, really around probably grade eight is when I started taking more to basketball more than anything else. Um, and then I actually didn't start playing football until grade ten. Um, but I think grade, like within within the first year of playing football, I kind of realized that you know that was not only the thing I liked, but the thing that I excelled most at. Um, so still played basketball throughout high school, um, with football being the uh, the priority, especially the older I got. Oh, interesting, because obviously you're known for your background in uh, football, at least you know from the college level and on. Uh, when did you uh, kind of get recruited? How did you uh, end up on the team with the Lancers? Was that on a tryout basis or a scholarship? Uh, well, started getting recruited um, throughout grade eleven. Um, a little bit in grade 11, but I didn't play Ravens or anything, so a lot of the, the teams in the OUA um, just weren't really aware that um, I was playing. Um, but it was really actually in grade 12, um, two, 
of the Lancers at the time. One was Dan Lumley, who's Harry's son. Uh, he was the quarterback at the time. Uh, and Glenn McKay, who is a receiver here at the university, played a bunch of years in, in the CFL as well. Um, they were actually at, a, at our game against Herman, and they came up and talked to me after the game. Uh, and that's really when the relationship started. I worked out with those guys throughout the summer, uh, going, heading into my fifth year of high school. Um, and it was really those two who really started recruiting me. And then the assistant coach at the time was Scott Fawcett. Um, and he was a, he was a great recruiter in the area. Um, and then actually my, my sister played basketball with Mike Morenci's, uh, daughter. So, our families had known each other for quite some time, so just had a real good re- relationship with the people here at the university, and um, still got recruited by by mostly uh, Queens and Laurie were really the only other two that I would have considered going to. But I think kind of had my mind made up from kind of right from the beginning that I was going to stay home and and play here. Yeah, it's perfect to stay home too, obviously. But networking is everything, and uh, you're still there with the Lancers as a coach. But I'm sure that time that you look back on uh, was very memorable to you, right? Playing football for the team. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, when you when you put so much time and effort into something, um, it it has a big impact on your life. And just the the amount of time that you, that we put in here um, with the, with my teammates and everything, just you form relationships that you can't really break. Um, so guys like Austin, uh, Dylan Woodfield, um, Evan Pajonic, Brad Adams, Josh Burns, you know, a, a bunch of guys that were from the area who, who I played with here, who we still have great relationships to this day. Um, so yeah, just very fond memories of, of, um, really doing everything together, to be honest. I mean, you come in for practice, you come in to work out in the morning, you're just always around those guys. So, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Have great memories here. Yeah, and it was probably influential on your uh, decision to uh, kind of stay here with the team as a coach, but how did that all come to be also? So I, I took a few years off when I was done playing. Um, I was with Hamilton for a bit. Um, and then I actually went over and played overseas in Europe. Oh. Um, but after that was done, um, needed some time away from, from football. And so I took a few years off and then came back almost in like a part-time role. I wasn't here um, all the time, but when I, when I could balance it with work, I was helping out the receivers again, just really just to give them um, – a coach that you know can kind of teach them some things so they can uh, really maximize their ability and uh, for me it was really a guy like Glenn McKay and, and RJ Franklin who were two older guys who both played a long time in the CFL um, they had a huge impact on my career they they taught me a lot of, about about the position but really coming out of high school um, you know you just don't know you don't know the little intricacies to the position uh, like those guys did. So I was fortunate enough to play with Glenn uh, in my first year um, and then just got to know RJ throughout the off seasons. And they really had an impact on me wanting to come back and, and help out just to give, like I said, just to give the the, the next generation um, 
just as much coaching and give them as much opportunity as they could. So this is now my uh, fourth year back with the team. Um, and yeah, every year is a new challenge. You got new guys, new personalities. It's, it's like being on the team, uh, you know, as close as you can to playing. Um, so something that I still love and like giving back to the community as much as I can. That's awesome, man. That's what I was going to ask, actually, is uh, if um, that's why, why you still did it, was for the love of the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's Like I said, when it has such a an impact on your life, I think kind of owe it to uh, owe it to the game just to to give back whatever you can, you know, at whatever level you can with however much time you have when you, as you get older and get into your own family and your own career and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, if I had a negative experience playing football, obviously I don't think I'd be as inclined to do it, but I have nothing but positive memories from, from the game. So as much as I can, just, just help out these guys awesome so let's kind of go back to your playing career quickly just at the end there I did not uh, know you played overseas so I just wanted to hear a little bit about that uh, how the play was where you were and, and also in the CFL because uh, what I could find was that you set, uh, signed with Winnipeg uh, and just kind of tell me about your experiences in, in both yeah so after my fourth year here I signed with Hamilton I spent the summer um, on their practice roster with the understanding that I was going to come back and play my play my fifth year here. Um, so as I did that, um, you know, when you when you practice with a with a pro team, you you really really get a lot better at the sport just because you're doing it so much mm-hmm. at a, at a pretty high level. Um, so came back, played my fifth year here, um, and then re-signed with Hamilton in December, um, almost right after their season ended. Um, but they were at the time they it was their first year under a new staff um that staff ended up getting fired a couple months later um and with the with the change in staff and the change in you know who they wanted to bring in got let go before training camp um so that was obviously a tough pill to swallow but um the LA overseas um so I played went and played in Finland for the uh Helsinki Wolverines um and it was honestly, it was some of the most fun I've had playing football. It was um, kind of brought you brought you back to when it was a little bit less stressful. Uh, you know, you're when you're trying to play professional football, it's it's quite stressful. You don't know what's going to happen. There's no guarantee that you're going to make the team, and you're kind of putting your life on hold for for a little bit of time. Um, and so I was, I was just there for two months, uh, but those two months was really just, you were just out there running around having fun, really. Um, it was an interesting level of competition because each team's allowed so many import players, um, and you get some, really, you get some import players, some Americans that are, you know, play pretty high-level Division One football. So you get some really, really talented guys, and then you get, you know, the, the locals that are just kind of filling out the roster. Um <laughs> So you get a huge talent gap, um, but at the end of the day, you just get a bunch of guys, you know, who are on a team who are trying to trying to win. Really, that's what it comes down to. So 
we were one of the, the better teams in Finland. We ended up losing to the, uh, to the Crosstown Rivals, which was pretty disappointing. We lost in the finals, but um, had an awesome time. Wow, man. Well, that's quite the story, but uh, it seems like you're happy now doing what you're doing, uh, being the wide receiver coach. I was going to ask if you had any uh, goals to kind of move up, but uh, it seems like you're just happy doing what you're doing, like I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. For the time being, um, really like, like the the new coaching staff that has come in. I think they're they're going to do an awesome job here. Um, and yeah, so at the moment, I'm just really enjoy my regular job and, and coming coming here and, and helping out as much as I can. That's awesome, man. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, dude. It's been uh, perfect, and all the best to you in the future. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Drake Tamora here one more time back on the podcast. That was Jordan Priskason, a former University of Windsor Lancer and CFL player. It kind of cut out there on the, towards the end of his uh, interview, actually. Um, he himself just kind of started talking about his CFL days, as I had asked about. And he did play in the CFL. He got to play for a few teams, a uh, few games, but not too many. And it ended pretty quickly due to a uh, knee injury uh, to kind of fill you in on what we missed from Jordan there. Uh, basically, his career playing was ended due to a knee injury and decided to take on the coaching ranks and that's where he is now and uh you know it's a little bit unfortunate but it paid off for him and he's happy doing what he does um so thank you to austin and jordan for taking the time to do those interviews and coming on the pod uh but now we're just going to wrap it up really really quick uh we have a little bit of news to talk about just to let you guys know but you can hear it all on cjam 99.1 fm today thursday october 17th at 12 30 p.m and uh, if you missed it, you can always listen online. Lots of sports news here in Windsor and upcoming events and lots more to come in the next few weeks now that we have everything pretty much back in session um, and more still to come with the Windsor Express. We have some impact wrestling coming up again this month at Sinclair College. But in regards to our Windsor Lancers, lots of teams on the road this week. Uh, at home, we do have, looks like, women's hockey with two games, one at the Atlas Tube Center actually out in Lakeshore and one at the Capri Pizza Center. And then during the week next week, we have, um, sorry, men's and women's basketball home openers at home. And we think we do have a Windsor Spitfires game as well. Looks like this Thursday, they will welcome Eric Wellwood's Flint Firebirds to the WFCU Center, 7.05 p.m. That's uh, actually today, sorry. Thursday, September 17th, and then they play tomorrow in London. We should have some AKO Fratman football uh, playoffs actually this weekend as well. Stay tuned on our Twitter and as well as them. Follow them at Fratman Football on Twitter and Instagram. You can keep up with them to see when their next games are. Um, some fantastic football and a great team out there. So we have that coming up and we do have Impact Wrestling doing a set of tapings on October 25th and 26th next weekend at St. Clair College yet again. Uh, we'll have a lot more information on the radio show. I just don't feel like looking too much stuff up here, but it has some awesome interviews uh, this week and more to come. Check out our most recent ones with Jake the Snake Roberts. He was in Detroit at Marble Bar on Tuesday and we were lucky enough to do an interview with him. Um, here at C-Jam and it was also on the special programming for C-Jam on my birthday not a big deal um, so and we also had Kevin Hamlin former OHL goaltender played with Steve Eiserman and went on to the coach, coaching ranks pretty quickly after playing a little bit of pro and playing on a national team with uh, Sean Bork and Cliff Ronning so we have some um, some more great interviews in the past and more to come up 
But it looks like that's it. This all on Win- this this week on Win City Sports. My name is Drake Tamora, and we're here every Thursday with a brand new podcast and a brand new episode of the Win City Sports Radio Show on CJAM 99.1 FM in Windsor and Detroit at 12:30. Replays on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. You can catch every episode wherever you're listening to it right now of the podcast. Over 160 episodes and growing. Uh, interview, interviews with athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, you name them. Uh, chances are we might have had them. Lots of people in or from Windsor to uh, to explore. So um, check out the Win City Sports Podcast. Win City is all one word, W-I-N-C-I-T-Y. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are found, or just go to WinCitySports.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at WinCity underscore sports. And you can follow me, Drake Damore, on Twitter and Instagram at Drake Damore. But until next week, smell you later.